Hello everyone and welcome to Nanayas Music, a place where we explore the intersection of spirituality and child psychology and how to use it with practical strategies to support the spiritual growth of our children and their overall well-being. So join me, your host Nanaya, every Thursday as we delve into these together. Thank you for not skipping, but rather listening and learning to understand the children in your lives. The title of today's episode is The Elements. Now that we know each child in our lives is unique from our previous episodes, let's start taking a look at some aspects of things that make up our human body, mind, and spirit which contribute to our uniqueness. Nowadays, most people know something about the elements. We see them depicted in movies, animations, and songs, and also other forms of art. You also see them being portrayed heavily in movies about magic. And just recently, Disney released an animation called Elemental. So if we didn't know about the elements some 10 or 20 years ago, recently we keep hearing bits and pieces of it here and there. And it's also on the rise where we have more people being interested in spirituality, looking up into spirituality. People these days know a bit about the elements. So... Today and in the next episodes, we'll be learning about the elements and you can add up to what you already know about it or learn something completely new. The blueprint to understand life can be seen everywhere in nature. One just has to spend some time studying nature and many things considered mysteries about life will be revealed to them. This becomes even much more useful when we take time just by ourselves, sit at the parks or you are in the mountains, anywhere you can find nature, by any water body, you sit just by yourself, you are quiet, sometimes you can close your eyes or sometimes you just have a view, enjoy the view around. And as you are doing this, communicating with yourself in your mind, you just have things opened up to you, you get a new understanding of so many things around just by sitting in nature, studying nature, enjoying the beautiful scenes around us. You have downloads from your own craft, which we learned about last week, that unique aspect of you, the spark that came from the creator, which makes you up. So sitting in nature just helps us to learn so much more about ourselves. And they have the blueprints of life where you can understand it so much better just being in nature. One aspect of nature we can study to understand our uniqueness is known as the elements. And these make up not just our human body, but also contributes to our personalities, including that of our children. The common knowledge of the four elements, which are earth, water, fire, and air, make up not just our physical bodies, but also a person's personality are seen across various cultures, ethnic groups, and tribes. So there are so many indigenous people scattered across the face of the earth who have this incorporated into their own cultures. They use this to understand people in their own communities in various ways. And so 
talking about the elements is not something just strictly restricted to spirituality, but lots of cultures use this in their daily lives. The same also goes for my tribe, the Akan tribe of Ghana. During the ancient times, our Khan elders always found out which element a newborn baby has dominant in them through divination so as to understand and nurture the new addition to the family and the community at large. Even before an adult could get married, this was checked to make sure the two people who had decided to marry were compatible so as to avoid unnecessary conflicts and troubles in marriage. And so when we look at 80 years, 70 years, 50 years ago, marriages lasted so much more longer. We had less issues of divorces because all these things were checked before people came married. We didn't just have people who just met, fell in love, and that was it. They could just go off and get married. No, aside meeting each other and falling in love, there were so many aspects of their lives that were checked to make sure they were compatible to go into this lifelong um, journey or lifelong contract they were going into, to be able to uh, understand the gravity of what they were getting into, not just to play with it, to get married today and divorce the next week or the next month or so, as we see so much more in uh, recent era these days. And so even before the delivery of a child where divination was done. When we go as far back as a hundred years ago, two hundred years ago, and so forth, when we check from our um, eldest records, before a woman would conceive, certain or specific rituals were performed to invite the specific kra they needed in that particular family or that particular community, or to know who would want to come into that family before conception. Now, if it wasn't done during conception, then during the term of the pregnancy, specific rituals and divination were performed to know who the new addition to the family is, who the visitor was coming into the family or the community is, to get to know things like their elements, what they are here to do, what they would need along the way, to be able to help them perform their duties here, so many things were looked into to understand the newborn baby who was coming into the family before the child was born. Now, if this wasn't done during pregnancy, immediately after delivery, you had these rituals or divination being performed. Now, if it wasn't performed before conception, during pregnancy or after delivery, in the growth of the child from the first year to two years, this would also be done to get to understand the new individual, the new Kra who was coming into the community, who was coming into the family, to get to know them better so the family they were coming into would be able to help them to become who they were created or meant to be. And so once a child came into the community, the elders in the family already understood who that particular child was. The things that will help build them up, not just their physical body, but their cra, so that a child doesn't get lost along the way, but comes here to perform exactly 
what they came here to do, to fulfill their mission, to live out their purpose. As the years went by, some of us decided to forget about these ways and now we have parents who don't really understand their children. They don't really know the craft of that child. They don't know how to guide their child or their children for them to live a fulfilled life with great mental health. And so now we have parents who do not really understand their children, do not really know them. And we also have children who see their parents as not understanding. And sometimes this brings up little conflicts here and there in the family. Some people in this generation were lucky enough to stumble onto this knowledge and have used it wisely. Others also had to struggle a bit before knowing about these things and applying it to their lives, whilst others are still struggling to understand and know who they really are. The knowledge of these elements is the basis for personality types that we have now and the foundation for different types of personality tests that are used both in the academic and corporate world. And so these days, when you go online, when you're in the corporate world, or sometimes even in the academic, um, in various academic institutions, we have different types of personality tests that students or employees can go through so that their superiors will understand who they really are to be able to know what specific sector or what specific department they can be placed in for maximum input. These four elements give us knowledge of about 50 to 55% of who each person really is. The remaining 40 to 45% can be gained from the day the child is born, their place of birth, month, and their specific time the child was born. And so just using the elements doesn't mean you know every single thing about the child or the children in our lives. The elements is just about 50 to 55%. There are others that would also add up to give us a full picture, a full understanding of who this particular child is. So we can't just depend on the elements to say we know exactly who a person is. Aside the elements, there are other things also that comes into play to give a full picture of who a person really is, who their cra really is, so that we can be able to understand them and live peaceably with them. Thus, knowing the elements is sort of like the first step to understanding who our child or children really are and how we can guide and nurture their different personalities. So we'll be delving into each of the four elements and how they impact our lives, their strengths and weaknesses, and how it shows up in our personalities so that we can know, understand, and guide our children better. The knowledge of the weaknesses of these elements helps us to understand where we and our children fall short character-wise, and with this knowledge, we can move on to work on ourselves to be better. Also, with the knowledge of the strengths of each element, we'll shine more light on our own strengths and showcase them more or maximize it to propel our lives forward in an excellent way. It is important to note that even though all living beings have these four elements present in them, 
especially in the makeup of a physical body, there is always one dominant element that shows up in our personalities. As such, we'll look at each of the four elements one after the other. So for instance, when we look at a home setting, you could have a child who has a fire element, another child having an earth element, another child having an air element, another child also having a water element. Because all these elements impact our lives differently. When we get to study, look, discuss each of these elements, we'll know and understand better why a child behaves a certain way, while they handle things a certain way, while they play a certain way. It, it will give us a better understanding of our growing children and also help us know how to handle them, how to guide them, so that you know how you guide a fire child will not be the same way you guide a water child. Just using this as an example, or saying how you guide a child with an F element will be different from how you handle a child with an air element. When we get to know the characteristics of all these elements, and also its strengths and weaknesses, it will give us a better understanding of the children in our lives, we'll be able to understand them better and also guide them better. And I believe when the children see us handling them better, guiding them better, it will make them extremely happy to cooperate with us better because everyone, including children, wants to be understood. Nobody wants to be misunderstood. Everybody wants people around them to understand them. And so when the children see we are putting in these efforts to understand them, to guide them better, they will gladly open up to us and we would have such a beautiful child-parent or child-guiding relationship. This will in turn give us adults or young adults who have a great mental health, are very confident in themselves, and they can go ahead and live a fulfilled life. That's all for today, everyone. I believe I've left you with something to think about. So thanks for joining me on this journey as we explore practical strategies for nurturing the different personalities of the children in our lives. Until next week, thank you for listening and learning to understand the children in your lives. Don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review and a question if you have any.